Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 83rd episode of In The Between. My name is Nadia. And this is Danny. And today we're going to talk about a couple of things that we've been up to. So the first would be, of course, Halloween. Um, it was just last week. And there's always such a build up to the main event, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it fell, I mean, the actual day fell on Friday, on Monday. So everybody would have kind of celebrated over the weekend. But um, Mondays are one of my longest days in school. I don't know about you. And when I saw the students dressing up and, you know, just like really embodying the the characters that they chose, it really made me laugh so much. And um, yeah, it was a stress reliever. <laughs> uh, one of them dressed up as Kim Kardashian wearing the tape dress the, that they did for Balenciaga. And she actually put like stuffing onto her tights so that she had a big round bum. And um, yeah, and I had some students as like Superman with like the whole muscle suit and stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, I don't know whether you can hear like a plane like going past. It was really loud just now, so I was muted. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I think it's really fun because, you know, I, I also saw the pictures that you put up and I know that Weiti did her um, consultations and she also put up images of her students in these fabulous costumes. And yeah. I just think it was such a great stress reliever for everyone, right? Something to look forward to and just kind of like take the mickey out of like, you know, the, the humdrum of each day in school kind of thing. So yeah. um, it was also fun for them to just have like this sense of humor. And I really loved how dedicated they were to... Um, their outfits you know and it was not just about like oh you know I'm gonna appear like sexy you know like the sexy witch kind of um, idea that's always um, pervasive but it was like we how can we make something that um, almost kind of like interacts with like popular culture or um, like just to be like fully I don't know like crazy for a day fully ugly for a day as well I remember looking at someone with like really garish makeup as well and it's like just being able to take on another persona yeah. speaking of like that sexy witch trope I wanted to also share I mean I sent you some I sent you a video right I went to this community center Halloween party on on Sunday with my kids and um <laughs> If sexy witch is like the usual women sort of Halloween costume, I'm telling you there are so many Harry Potters <laughs> in her children, many pages in that community center. You can't even like can't even count. Um, <laughs> but what I appreciated was like everybody dressed up. Um, you know like the 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 parents dressed up, the kids dressed up. They even had like a catwalk thing, which was really funny. So they had like. Um, I think 60 contestants like go on stage and do a walk and they could like get their photos taken. Um, so I thought it was really fun, you know, for confidence building as well, right? Just kind of taking on this, this act um, and showing it to a crowd. So I, I thought that was like a fun part. As you can tell, I, I can't go for these things without turning off my fashion historian brain. <laughs> oh, how are they taking on these characters? Are they embodying them? And how are they like, how is it changing the way that they walk or the talk or, you know, and how is it gain, giving them confidence by being another person, another character? Yeah. yeah. So I think you were going to tell me about one of your students who like really transformed her body. Yeah, I, I love the, uh, how they would, I mean, some of them are built into the costumes. Like we had a student, Farah, who was embodying uh, 
Superman, like with a whole muscle tee and like bulging, <laughs> bulger, bulging muscles. And she was really like uh, hemming it up. They did like a fashion show in the in the studio. Um, and they used the Balenciaga runway song, and they were all like really into it. Um, and even um, Alison, who dressed as Kim Kardashian, like added like stuffing into her, her, um, her tights. And it's quite interesting this idea of like the body. You know, we usually use right undergarments to create some of this. Uh, to create some of these silhouettes or or shapes that we want to embody as well. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, when you were telling me about um Farah and about like, you know, um the full Kim Kardashian, um reminded me of this show I've been watching on Netflix called Killer Sally. And okay, of course it's very serious because Killer Sally did kill somebody. Oh. Um, but I was really intrigued first by the show because of the bodybuilding aspect of it. So Killer Sally, um, I believe her name is Sally McNeil, but I might be wrong. Oh dear. Um, because now I'm just, I just keep thinking Killer Sally. But anyway, she um, was a bodybuilder and she basically killed her husband, Ray, who was also a bodybuilder. Um, and it's like a really sad tale of like, you know, um, childhood circumstances and like domestic abuse and infidelity and like aggression. But also I think some sorts of biases against like, the idea of the female bodybuilder that um, resulted in Sally being put in prison for over for nearly 25 years. Um, she's out now and she's newly married and, and all that. And she's reunited with her children. Mm -hmm. But coming back to like, you know, the body aspect of it, just to give you the context of like what Killer Sally is about, but coming back to the body aspect of it, I think I was really intrigued by how, you know, bodybuilding is such a dedicated craft, right? Because yeah. it's like you're using your body to express yourself yeah and you know in in some of the like insertion in video insertions you know they would have both Sally and Ray on stage and they would be like you know really oiled up mm -hmm. um, so that you could really see their muscles bulge and glisten yeah and also you can see how they're on stage with other bodybuilding um participants and you can really tell the difference like how popped they are um how tall they are or like you know sometimes in the video they'll explain things like you know his calves were more less developed than this other participant and then you're like oh yeah true you know and wow. like even these things but I mean it comes down to like really scrutinizing like each body part and how it's um successful or not so then you know this happened in like the 80s and 90s and you know it, it also then reminded me of um my thesis where I talked about Singapore fashion, I know, but it's like, oh, how did bodybuilding come in? Because actually in the 80s, bodybuilding was also I mean, really popular, not just, I mean, globally, you know, including in Singapore. And there were gyms that were dedicated to bodybuilding on like along a range. So you could just do it for fitness. But, you know, the sculpted body was, of course, the body ideal in the 80s, right? And there were also these like bodybuilders who were featured in like the daily newspapers or in like the magazines, like Hello Magazine. And I remember there was one image that really captured my imagination because it was a bodybuilder with a mannequin. And it's like the, the similarities are uncanny because it's like, you know, it's like glistening, hard body, like with the bodybuilder, but also with the mannequin. 
So it's almost as if you are trying to make your body into something that is artificial. Mm. Yeah, you know, and um, of course, like, how do you do that, right? You take a lot of protein, you have to do like weights. Sometimes um, in, in the Killer Sally video, anyway, they were saying that they were all on steroids um, to achieve this. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know what you you think about bodybuilding. I think you were you were also telling me about then, like, oh, you know, it seems to be maybe coming back in style a bit and in fashion a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting what you're saying because in the on the everyday, how that would have been translated is like simple things like shoulder pads, right? Just like ways to enhance the body or to um, achieve the desire desirable frame of that time and strength and. Yeah, and sculpting seem to be, I mean, a very, very important to bodybuilding and it's even called sculpting, right? Um, I think because of its like male connotations, like female bodybuilders probably are not in the media or, you know, accentuated so much and they're not as prevalent or at least now, but as you're saying that, I saw this really interesting image a couple of weeks ago, and it was a Shushutong image uh, for Modern Weekly, where there are two Chinese female uh, bodybuilders, and they are wearing um, a shush- like really feminine uh, Shushutong garments, as well as like with braids on their hair. So it's this idea of like um, a body that is always seen as kind of masculine and then um with like very feminine a very feminized brand and and that contrast but also why not right like as we are reaching this idea this point where we're questioning what is a feminine trope what is a male trope and and maybe we'll see more of those i mean that image is not as 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 shocking i guess and as um in, in the current time. But I just thought it was so cool that uh, when you were mentioning the bodybuilder idea, um, and there was also this um, runway in 20, this article in 2018, where they linked the rise of like the bodybuilder trope in fashion runways to like sports and athletics. So there were two graduates like Pierre-Louis Ovray and Paulina Russo who's doing a lot of um, collaborations with sportswear, who also adopted like that bodybuilder physique into the build and to the models that they used in their runways. Yeah, I think it's great that you brought up the Shushu Tong images. I love Shushu Tong as a brand and I love all their marketing campaigns. They do such beautiful images um, that always stop you in your tracks and make you think like, oh, why this? And like, what's the narrative here? And why is it trying to challenge and, you know, when you when you talked about how, like, maybe female bodybuilders are not as celebrated as male bodybuilders, that definitely came out in the Killer Sally mm-hmm. um, documentary as well, because they had this, like, Mr. Olympia and Miss Olympia competitions. They were talking about it. And, the uh, like, an eight-time winner of the Miss Olympia contest was saying that, you know, the, the prize money was so much less than what Mr. Olympia would receive. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's definitely seen as less than, and in fact, a lot of the female bodybuilders that went into making like wrestling videos, um, I'm not sure whether it's almost like soft core porn because it's like, um, you know, the, the bodybuilders would learn to wrestle and they would do these like home videos, you know, of them wrestling, like basically, you know, men who are totally not built at all. And oh, it was meant to wow. be like yeah. entertaining. Yeah. yeah. So 
it's, it's really interesting to think about like all of these things because as you are also talking about how you know that trope or like the gender equality that definitely comes up and in terms of the killer Sally documentary I think there were also all these um understandings or misunderstandings of Sally you know as an aggressor just because she was a, a woman who like built her body to be the way it was mm. uh, and also was in this wrestling video so she was seen as to be very aggressive um, rather than being, I don't know, like strong or beautiful or things like that. Yeah. So I think part of the documentary was about like, oh, you know, would she kind of have been convicted if it was like a different kind of an idea um, or like people were understanding it in a different way. But of course, moot point, I mean, you know, she she was convicted. She served her sentence. Um, and even like, they even interviewed like the media that really had a field day with the trial because they were able to say things like this, you know, like we just... Um, play up the caricatures and and play up these these like ideas as well. Yeah. So anyway, um, I need to end on a positive note. I think for us, we're really interested in how um bodybuilding is such an extreme kind of body modification, and maybe we'll talk about it again in the future. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you so much for watching or for listening. And till the next time, bye. Bye.